Hey, love. Welcome to Her Promise Circle podcast, a safe space to come as you are to receive the word you need to help you continue on your journey of healing, growth, and walking confidently into God's purpose for your life. It's full of all the things that you'll need to live boldly as the woman God created you to be. I'm your host and founder of Her Promise Circle, Mikkel. Get connected, let us support you where you are right now and where you're going. Welcome back, ladies. We are on episode 28 of the Her Promise Circle podcast. Welcome. Welcome. If it's your first time, thanks for coming. If it's your second, third, or 100th time, well, 28th time, thanks for listening. I appreciate you so much, so much. So here, if you are new, we discuss my life, and I pray that it encourages, inspires, or motivates you in some way. I share my faith in God. I share my journey, my struggles, my faith with you all. And so welcome. This week, we're going to talk about how my book journey has been going, right? So last week, I talked to you guys about what inspired me to write my book, how God deposited the idea into me and how I was disobedient for a while, okay? And not doing what I knew I should have been doing at the time. I was not acting on the idea he had given me. And therefore, I was procrastinating. But I want to share with y'all this week a story of David, who I love, by the way, who I get a lot of my season advice from, right? So we all know who David is. And if you don't, I'm not going to assume you do. David is one of my favorite characters in the Bible. If you've heard of David and Goliath, that's the David we're going to talk about. And so, girl, let's talk. So your girl released her book, right? The very first day I released it to the public, I received a few messages that just truly confirmed that I was walking where God wanted me to walk. So one of those messages was an invitation to come and speak to a women's community about my book, do a book signing. And what I haven't told y'all is that On my personal website, michaelrenee.com, about five months, six months ago now, God had me create a page that was dedicated to accepting speaking bookings. Now, I've never done like a public speaking engagement. I've always been like an outgoing child. I was an actor and everything. And people are like, oh, you're not nervous at all. I am. I'm nervous every time I go on stage. And so public speaking or being a keynote speaker never crossed my mind ever. Okay. And so I made this page and I'm like, you know what, as long as nobody reaches out and wants me to speak, I'll obey. And so I've been obeying. I made the section and no one's reached out. I also never talk about it. So that may attribute to it, right? And it's funny because the woman who reached out to me to come speak did not know that I actually offered it. And that's how I know the confirmation that I need that God is like, yeah, so we move it into a, a new season where I'm going to put you in front of people, where I'm going to use you in a different way, and I need you to trust me. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. So like I say all the time, we do things afraid because we have to, because we don't always understand what God is trying to have us do. But the the confirmation in this is, is uncanny. I mean, the woman doesn't know I offer keynote speaking. I put keynote speaking because I feel like God is putting it on my heart to start speaking. And then Someone is like, hey, we need you to speak. After I released the book that I procrastinated. God is crazy that way. So your girl booked her first speaking engagement. It's also your girl's birthday week, by the way. 
My birthday is Friday, so it is elevation season. And so if you feel like you have finally stepped into a moment where you end the loop of your procrastination, where you're finally taking action on the things God has put on your heart, where you're finally starting to believe him, where you're finally starting to surrender to what he is wanting you to do, surrendering your life fully to him, letting him be Lord of your life. If you feel like you're breaking the cycle because you're sick of yourself, child, this episode is for you, okay? You have gotten to the point where you promise yourself you're going to do stuff like, hey, I think this week I actually am going to start going to the gym regularly, yep. And I'm also going to start eating regularly healthy, right? I'm going to start eating healthier this week. You're like, well, I'm going to be kinder to my mom, kinder to my siblings this week. I see it in my future. I'm going to do it. And then the next time you see them and they make you mad, you cuss them, right? And then you're like, well, I give up. What's the point of being nice to them? They get on my nerves. And because of this lax, I like comfort attitude, we adapt. We don't exactly put ourselves in the position to obey God as soon as he puts something on our heart. God actually speaks to us way more than we realize. The reason you feel like he doesn't is because the last thing he told you to do, you didn't do. And so therefore, he can't give you a next step because God gives us steps. Our steps are ordered by the Lord, right? And so it's so funny because God will give you something that will lead to your next. But if you don't do that thing, if he tells you to do something that's hard, put yourself out there more. Mm -hmm, God, I'm kind of scared to do that. So you kind of do it, kind of do it, then you stop, right? God, I want to be healthier. You kind of go to the gym, kind of do it, then you stop. You follow, right? Or you procrastinate. To the point where you do it, and then when you you start to do it again, you put it off, put it off, put it off, and then you forget. And then you got to make it a whole new New Year's resolution. And you're just in this cycle of never actually taking steps when God has been ordering your steps. God has been giving you wisdom. God has been giving you downloads. God has been giving you vision. And because you don't take a step towards it, you are stagnant. So girl, you have been living the same life for the past three, four years. The same life for the past five to ten years. Since college, you have been living the same life because you haven't taken steps on what you know to do already. You haven't taken steps on what God has put in you already. You know what you love to do. You know what you're passionate about, but you're afraid. You may be afraid of what people think. You may be afraid you don't have the funding. You may be afraid that God's not actually with you. Did God actually tell me that? Yes, he did. And if you would just take a step, he will empower you the rest of the way. I am living proof. Trust me on that, okay? So tonight, so today I just wanted to share with you this story that I've been, today I just wanted to share with you this story I've been reading in 1 Samuel 18. And we are going to relate to David in a way we haven't related to David on this podcast. So David is always the mighty warrior, right? We always see him slaying giants. He's king. He's got wives. He's doing his thing. He trusts God. He's writing the Psalms. He is doing his thing. Okay, David is the man. But today in 1 Samuel 18, we're going to see David right before he steps into his elevation season. So I'm going to read to you. I'm going to jump around a little bit. We're going to do 1 Samuel 18, 18 and 22 to 23. Because those verses, and by the way, I want you to read the whole chapter by yourself. But those verses are how your girl has been feeling. And I love when a Bible character speaks how I've been feeling because then I'm paying attention to it because it shows me what season I'm in. 
That's how you need to read the word. It makes it come alive. It makes it real. It shows you that God is giving you instruction in that time, in that moment, right? And so let's talk about it. So in 1 Samuel 18, it says, David said to Saul, who am I? And what is my life or my father's family in Israel? That I should be the king's son-in-law. Then Saul commanded his servants, listen, the king delights in you and all his servants love you. Now then become the king's son-in-law. But David, humble as ever, responded, is it a trivial thing in your sight to become a king's son-in-law, seeing that I am a poor man and insignificant? Who does it sound like, y'all? Didn't we just talk about Gideon, how Gideon was in his lowest moment, like, yeah, I'm leasing my family. Are you sure you want to pick me, God? Moses did it too. Uh, don't you want to pick somebody else? They all are doubting who they are in comparison to who God says they are. And we talked about Gideon two weeks ago. If you haven't listened to that one, go and listen. It's a good one because we all suffer from this imposter syndrome. Right. And when God's getting ready to elevate you, sis, I need to prepare you to receive and walk into the open door that God is putting before you. And if you are stuck in that stagnant place, if you are stuck in a moment in time, if you are stuck in your past mistakes, if you are stuck in who your family says you were or who the bullies said you were, you will stay there and you will wander. But God is trying to bring you out of that, out of the wilderness, out of the loop. And to do that, you need to take your first action step to the last thing he told you to do. It seems bigger than you because it's from God. It seems like you can't do it because it's from God. What kind of God would we serve if he gave us a little thing to do? It's always going to be bigger than you. It's always going to help people. It's God. It's who he is. It's in his character. And because we are made in his image, it is for us too. And so I wanted to point those verses out because look at how David, knowing we know the end of the story. David didn't know the end of the story at this point. David is from a shepherd boy background. He was overlooked by his father when Samuel came to anoint him. His father literally was like, all my big, strong boys are right here. His father thought of him as the least of his sons. And so David thought of himself as the least still. And we see it in this moment. But there may be things that your parents have said to you. They didn't mean any harm, but they have said things to you and they still stick with you to this day. And because of that, you doubt yourself. Because of that, you don't feel like you can go up. There is something that you have been told that you are still believing. And because of that, the enemy uses that to keep you trapped in low when you're supposed to go high. And in this season, if you're to step up and go high, it is up to you. Understand that you are not waiting on God. God is waiting on you to throw your whole self into this one thing that you just can't seem to commit to, that you just can't seem to come up out of. Leave behind the bad habits, put in front of you the goal and discipline yourself to take steps towards accomplishing it. In this season, you will open doors by your obedience. I wanted to share this note that I found from like last year in a sermon I had listened to. And I just feel like this is the season for that. And so it says, in this season, things are going to happen so fast, so suddenly. The only thing we need to consider is if God said it or not, because it's going to require swift obedience. Swift obedience. That means you don't have time to be like, is this for me? Is this for me? And I'm scared. I don't know if I can do that. It's not for me. We don't have time to do that in this season. Your obedience will open the door. As soon as I post my book, open the door to something God prepared me to say yes to 
months ago because he knew my stubborn self probably would have been like we'll see we'll see i don't know i haven't thought about it he needed me to receive it on the spot and because of that he prepared me knowing me months in advance to be in a position to walk through an open door and i'm telling you today sis it is time to stop getting distracted it is time to stop making excuses and feeling sorry for yourself and getting too busy to do the things that are going to propel you forward you're not meant to live a mundane life. You're not meant to go in circles. You're meant to go up and up and up. And yes, it's hard to go up and up and up because you're leaving what is comfortable to you. What did he tell Abraham? Leave a land that you are comfortable with and go to a land that I will tell you of. That means Abraham didn't know where he was going. He just needed to take a step. And as he took steps, God gave him more and more promises. God told him more and more things. God gave him his blessing of his child. God took him further because he took a step without knowing. You're not supposed to know what the ending's gonna be. But guess what? Because you serve a God who is faithful, because we know God has plans to prosper us, to give us a future and a hope, we can step out knowing it's for our good. So this week, I need y'all to discipline yourselves to take a step and be consistent. Consistency is what is awarded. Don't start going to the gym, sis, tomorrow and then stop for three weeks. I'm talking to myself too. And then stop for three weeks and then start over again. Because guess what? Every time you stop and start over again, you, you're rusty. You're losing your progress. It's the same for anything. If God told you to put yourself out there in some way, I need you to take a step towards that this week. We offer fitness accountability partnering. We offer one-on-one -on -one group. Co Guys, the resources are there. People are here to help you. Her promise circles can propel you forward. We offer from fitness to health and wellness to business to business etiquette to styling to media coaching. Girl, whatever you are into, whatever you need, let us know. Check out the website. If you need help, and I'm not saying you can just use us, there's plenty of things out there, but we are more than happy and willing, open and ready to help you take a step forward. Admit you need help, admit where you are. If you need an accountability coach, get one. I do faith-based life coaching. If you need someone to walk you through a healing or walk you through your next level, the next step, what did God tell me? Book. Get some help because guess who else has a coach? It's me. I have a mentor. I'm in therapy. Get the things that you need. We all need it. We all need support from someone. But today is the day you stop. Stop praying for money and just praying for money and living in poverty. Take a budget course. We offer that too. Stop living in the same place and praying that God fixes it when God is waiting on you. God is waiting on you to take a step in faith, knowing that he has the end of the story already made. Watch the doors that your swift obedience opens. And I wanted to tell you that you have to be in the place to recognize a blessing. So like I said before, say your mom or your family has talked down to you since you can remember. You've been bullied. You've been abused as a child or right now as an adult. Cut those relationships off, first of all. Let me start there. I don't care if you're family or not, okay? I'm moving up. You can't keep speaking this into me. Mm -mm. And I need you to combat that by the word. So you find scripture that says the opposite. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. God has plans to prosper, to give me a future and a hope. 
You combat that with the word. That's your sword, your armor. Come on, arm yourself to combat these words because the enemy going to try to get in there and use whatever he can from your past to remind you that you need to stay where you are. He's going to scare you because the Lord don't give you the spirit of fear. And don't let him rewire your brain to say what God says about you. But look at David. He was asked to literally become the son-in-law of the king from being a shepherd boy. He was still going to tend the sheep. He was in between there and the palace. You know that, right? When he was in the middle. He was going back to both places. And if you've ever been in between places where you're like, oh, I'm still doing this. There are things you still have to do that you've been doing since you were 20 or since you were 15. There's things you still have to do to maintain because this is the life you've lived for so long. You worked at that place for so long. You raised your kids a certain way. You've adapted to a certain lifestyle. But God is trying to take you here and it's higher and it requires a better version of you. It requires a version of you that's more surrendered to him. It requires a version of you that's more patient, that is kind, that has a good heart, that is humble, that is ready to be exalted. And if you live in a past mind state that says, I'm nothing, I'm ugly, I can't speak, I can't talk. That's what Moses said. I can't talk. God's like, I made the mouth. Open your mouth and I'll fill it. And he sent him help. What if Moses was like, yeah, I just can't talk and he was out? Faith must come in at some point, sis. Faith and discipline must come in at some point. So if you've been told things in your childhood that you're still repeating today, I need you to start journaling those things and then come up with scripture that helps. And I can help you do that if you need, but do it on your own. Be vulnerable. Be open to yourself. We're going to talk about that again in Bible study this week. Vulnerability. Shout out to our girl, Destiny. She's going to leave Bible study this week since it's your girl's birthday. She's taking a little break. (laughs) but would you even recognize an opportunity because you've been living down here for so long would you even recognize an open door that's for you in the mindset you're in right now would you be able to take the steps towards it would you be able to sustain it when you get there do you have the discipline do you have the heart do you have the mind do you have the self-motivation do you have the relationship with god that you need to sustain a life in higher David remained humble. He remembered where he came from. It wasn't a false humility where he's like, oh, stop, guys. No, he genuinely was like, this is who I am. Are you sure I'm supposed to be here? He was aware where he was, but God was elevating him and he questioned it. And since I'm trying to get to you before that moment happens, when opportunity comes knocking, because it is going to, because you're gifted and you're beautiful and you're talented and God has placed many things in you. When that opportunity comes knocking, Will you have done the work to receive it and sustain it? Will you have done the work to recognize it and live it? You must heal to be elevated. And to heal, you must recognize what you need to heal from. Expect good things. Expect God to be true to his word. Expect that God's going to bless you. Expect that God is telling the truth in the Bible, that he is your provider. Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nisi. He is a provider. He is a redeemer. He is your restorer. He is faithful. He's a good God. He opens doors. Even though it's hard, even though it requires more of you, that's a good sign. Does it require more responsibility from you? That's from God. Is it going to make you a better person? Are you going to have to be a leader now? And you're used to following. 
doesn't require more patience, doesn't require more education. It's from God. You're going higher. You're in places you don't recognize. It requires more fruit of the spirit, which is the manifestation of him in your life. Can you stay faithful? Can you stay humble? Can you walk in it? Can you sustain it where you are right now? Be honest with yourself. God won't give you more than you can bear. And if you can't be disciplined in one thing right now, how can he give you more? You'll lose it if you get it. Instead of changing, you're complaining. And you've been complaining for the past 10 years about the same things. That you have the power to change. You have been trying to change your weight. You have been trying to change your diet. You have been trying to live healthier. You have been trying to have better friends. You've been trying to get out of the house. You've been trying to get a better job. You've been trying to go back to school. You've been trying to write that book. You've been trying to write that music for 10 years now. And you're complaining about what you don't have because you haven't done it. God wants to pull you out of that by showing you you're more than that. But you must match him in discipline and in faith. So today, take a step towards that thing and stay consistent. That is the secret. It's no cheat code. That is the secret. Do it. Do it afraid. Take the step. Be disciplined. Master it and continue. Because God exalts the humble. Be humble and always learn. We loop because we don't step up. We get comfortable in laziness, in procrastination. We get overwhelmed and then we give up and then we put it to the side. This is me, okay? It's not just you. Trust me, it's me too. If something requires more of you, it is from God. This season will require more of you. And when an opportunity is presented to you, I do not want you to miss out on it. I do not want you to not be able to recognize it because of past experiences that have told you you're not good enough because of you. Because you, your biggest, for real, let's be real. You've been telling you you're not good enough for stuff, whether that's subconsciously or out loud, that has set you up for failure before you even get started. And it's time to combat that voice and tell it to go where it needs to go because it's time for you to step up and you're not playing with it no more. If you need a circle of people who speak life into you, join our community. That's what I'm saying. We got we got the resources for y'all, but you got to take a step. There are plenty other communities as well out there for you to take advantage of. There can be there can be friends for days, healthy friends for days, but you won't leave your houses to hang out with them. So how are you going to sustain the friendships you're praying for? I love you. This is why I'm hard on you. Three takeaways. Who you were. Because even if that's who you are today, we're taking a step forward. Who Do not let who you were hold you back from who God says you are and where he's taking you this next season. Two, address every thought that goes against what God is saying you are. Tear it down. Cast it down. Start speaking life into yourself. Because when that opportunity presents itself, I need you to recognize it. And if you don't feel worthy, you're going to miss it. Identify who put that in you from the first place. Forgive them, heal from it, and keep going. And lastly, stop complaining and make a change. It's on you. God is waiting on you. Take a step forward.
apply to that job, quit that job, take a step forward today. Today, sis, today. I actually have a PDF in the description for you. It's how I plan my weeks. I do focus weeks so that I'm not overwhelmed. I plan a focus for the week and then I make all my scheduling things around that thing. So anything that's going to advance me to the goal, that's what I'm scheduling that week. I'm not worried about anything else. I'm not getting distracted. I'm setting my goal according to what my focus is for the week. So that's free down below if you guys need something like that to help you. I love you very much. And I thank you guys for listening. I thank you for your support. I pray this helped you and encouraged you. Let me pray a quick prayer for you. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this person's life and what you put in them. Lord, I pray that fear doesn't hold them back from what you have for them. I pray that they continue to elevate in this season and that they recognize every open door that's from you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I'll see y'all next week. Love you.